Welcome to a new episode of Drive Time. Drive Time is where a Michigan Ross faculty member deep dives into one interesting subject in under 10 minutes. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Sanchez-Burks, Professor of Management and Organizations at the University of Michigan's Ross School of Business. As more companies are now returning to work from the office and having adopting a hybrid setup, many employees experience anxiety and hesitance towards returning. Therefore, organizations must ensure that the office is an engaging work environment. The core idea is that leaders need to design what is called immensely human interactions, or IHIs. IHIs are moments in which social interactions, including those in the course of the workday, are interwoven with empathy, curiosity, and humility. Here are six strategies for designing these types of moments in organizations. They're easy to implement, and they can help you create a thriving work environment. The first strategy is to use immensely human interactions to reinvigorate strong ties. Redesigning work to allow for moments of intensely human interactions can powerfully reinvigorate our strong connections with colleagues, which is so important for reducing loneliness. Do one-on-ones. Do walk and talks on the phone call. In one-on-ones, people are particularly likely to reinvigorate their strong connections even without using the camera. The voice alone can convey two dozen emotions. Research revealed that people so strongly associate their virtual office setups with work that using those same setups for one-on-ones or informal get-togethers such as a happy hour are often viewed as mere prolongations of the workplace. Shutting down those cameras and moving away from the desk is useful. Getting on a phone call and going on a walk while you're having that conversation can be especially helpful to get out back in nature and also focus on the conversation rather than on the camera. The second strategy is to practice high-quality connections. As restrictions on face-to-face interactions are lifted, leaders should consider allocating funds to enable teammates who live in the same area to get together for drinks, dinners, or other joint activities. Let each regional group decide what it wants to do, what's most appropriate there. Don't avoid over-prescribing culture. Keep these events optional and small, and encourage groups to vary the range of activities to increase inclusiveness. Suggest occasionally inviting members of local professional organizations to broaden outside connections, which are also helpful for reducing loneliness and stimulating a sense of belonging. A third strategy is to infuse serendipity at work. The random moments when we pause and engage with others often as a result of how our physical environment is designed, really matter. Unfortunately, physical isolation has not allowed for spontaneous interactions in the elevator or at the copier. In the absence of these, workers are less likely to feel a part of a larger collective that extends beyond their direct reporting relationships. The consequence is a weaker sense of belonging to the organization at large. The fourth strategy is to run quote-unquote humility huddles. Organizations need to create safe ways for people to brainstorm ideas, interact when they need help answering questions, and the like. Many people hesitate to share ideas that are less than fully formed. Criticism can affect people's sense of self-worth and competence, and people can be reluctant to reveal anything that is half-baked. In humility huddles, individuals are encouraged to be explicit about the imperfections or incompleteness of their ideas and the desire for others to roll up their sleeves and help make these ideas better. After all, at the very, very early stage of ideation and brainstorming, all ideas are imperfect. 
and having more authentic acknowledgement of this can be more inviting to others to help us understand which ideas we should not invest any more time in or which bright spots we really should focus on. The fifth strategy is to embody curiosity with purpose. Curiosity with purpose is about learning what others find meaningful so that we might adjust our actions accordingly. In doing so, we convey that we are present and attuned to others as human beings. The sixth and last strategy is to share people's stories. Imagine spending a few moments of a weekly team meeting spotlighting one member. That team member could be asked how to share how they chose their profession, what defines him or her outside of work. Your team members could be invited to share what they're grateful for during the past year or what they've learned about themselves during the height of the lockdown. Such exchanges infused with empathy and curiosity can lead people to see through differences. Moments of storytelling help people to see their inherently shared human values, values that transcend the work-non-work -work boundary. Stay tuned to listen to more quick tips on the topics of management, leadership, organizational behavior, and business by the Michigan Ross faculty.